Welcome to the Focus Today podcast with Perry Atkinson. Welcome back. And uh, over the last couple of days here during the morning show, we've talked a lot about uh, RFK Jr., his candidacy, his books, and his life. And very timely. And I'm honored to have back with us today uh, Tony Lyons. He's an attorney and he's the president and publisher of the Skyhorse Publishing Company. He's also the co host of the Fourth Branch podcast on the AMP network. And there's a picture of his landing page there of his website, skyhorsepublishing.com. It was him and his company that uh, published uh, RFK Jr.'s book on Fauci. Uh, Tony, good to see you again. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you bet. Um, this is fascinating. Um, you're now running a super PAC for him? Yes, it's called uh, AmericanValues2024.org. Okay. Um, I want to come to several things about his candidacy. Um, I'm fascinated by him, and I, but I'm also kind of frustrated that he's not uh, allowed to be seen as a Democrat. What are you guys going to do about that? I mean, it is true that the DNC has been doing everything possible to kind of discredit him, to devalue him, to, you know, make all these kinds of false claims. Uh, so it, it's been really shocking. I mean, if you care about democracy in America, you should be furious because we need to have real dialogue and debate in this country. How can people know which candidates they really like if they can't hear their voices? So that that's sort of what I make of it, is that the DNC has to stop and the American people have to demand that they stop uh, setting up this system where they get to decide who the candidates are and they're not willing to listen to the people of this country and they're not willing to allow a candidate like Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who is just such an exciting character, such an exciting candidate for this country and will do great things, they will not allow him to get his message out. Um, that's not stopping him. I've, I've seen him more on the conservative talk shows than I have on the liberal ones. Yeah, well, that's the really striking thing is that they are throwing the kitchen sink at it. They are they are in full desperation mode. They're panicking and they think that they can call him every name you can call him. They can say he's an anti-vaxxer, a conspiracy theorist, that he's an anti-Semite. There's not a shred of truth in any of it, but they're throwing it out there, hoping to discredit him and to destroy him as a candidate. And it's simply not working. So his most recent numbers in New Hampshire, he's at 31% of likely Democratic voters. And if you look at the whole state, you will find that there are a lot of people who have previously been Republicans who love Bobby Kennedy. And the same is true in South Carolina, that he's just surging there in popularity because the American public are tired of being lied to and they're tired of this incredible censorship that's taken over the country. Um, in some ways, forgive me if I don't ask this correctly, but it appears that uh, RFK Jr. represents what the Democratic Party used to be, which was he definitely does, you know, where you could sit down and have a conversation and talk with them, even though you may disagree, but you could have a civil 
um, conversation. You could discuss the issues. It's the old Democrat that people loved. Um, is that a threat to the current Democrats? It's a big threat. So, you know, Bobby Kennedy is a is a real Democrat. He's a Kennedy Democrat in the spirit of his father and his uncle, that he believes in solving problems. He believes in ending these sort of forever wars all around the world. He believes in trying to rebuild the middle class. So there's so many things that make him a traditional Democrat. And his anti-censorship stance would have been really, really center left for decades. But now the left has this crazy concept that if you have a discussion, if you have a real debate, that that's an endorsement of something, of some kind of wrong think. And, you know, that is something that's so fundamentally un-American, that people should just rise up, and they are rising up, and the poll numbers show it, and say, you know, this is enough. This is not what this country stands for. We want to hear Bobby Kennedy speak, and we want him to have a, have a reasonable platform on any venue that Democrats are talking about the election and that we then as citizens of this country need to get to decide whether we want him to represent us or not. We don't want the DNC to tell us what to do, what to think, what to read, what to put in our bodies or who to vote for. In some ways on the, on the Democratic side, he is doing better than DeSantis is on the Republican side. I mean, when you're talking 30-something percent and above, that is a significant number. Um, it seems to me that he's not only a real threat, but how in the world can he, uh, what's he do? I mean, can he stay on the ballot? Can he get on the ballot as a D or does he have to go independent? What's the future? Yeah, so I so I think that, that when people look at the numbers, which are going up and up. So, you know, there, there are all of these stories now being put out that are just, just not true. So they're just these false narratives that are being put out that seem to show that Bobby Kennedy's campaign isn't working well. But the real numbers from the recent Zogby polls show that he's surging in, in all the places that they're testing and that the American people really want to listen to him and that when they hear him, they change their minds and they want to vote for him. And in, and in some re recent polls, it shows even right now in a head-to-head -head battle with Donald Trump, he would win. And in a head-to-head -head battle for the Democratic nomination, uh, he's neck and neck with Joe Biden. So, and, and that's true with a lot of people having no idea who he is. So a, a lot of people just saying that they can't decide yet because they haven't really heard his voice. So I think that as he gets out there and, and he is crisscrossing the state in South Carolina, he's doing the same thing in New Hampshire. He's been really flying all around the country, making appearances, talking to voters, and Biden isn't doing any of that. So Biden isn't to be seen anywhere. He's just silent. The Democratic Party knows that when people hear him talk, they run for the hills. That when people hear Bobby Kennedy talk, they're inspired and they see some vision for the future that they want to be a part of. Why are some Republicans drawn to him? Because many of the things that he says are sort of all American values. I mean, freedom of speech 
is not a question of being, you know, on the right or the left. It's a question of being right or wrong. It's a question of respecting our Constitution. What can Republicans learn from him? I think that what what they can learn is that, you know, they need to see Democrats as somebody like Bobby Kennedy, somebody who wants to get us out of these wars, somebody who cares about the middle class, somebody who cares about many of the things that they care about, like freedom of, of, of speech. And if you don't have freedom of speech in this country, you don't have a democracy. And I think that really resonates with Republicans, that they see that Bobby Kennedy is fighting for things that they care about, fighting against the incredible corruption that has just taken over Washington, D.C. And they see that and they want somebody who is a corruption fighter, and they get that in RFK Jr. Uh, I'm... Uh, I realize that probably philosophically, if not ideologically, there's there's still some hard issues between a D and an R, and I get it. But all of a sudden, RFK becomes compatible because he speaks common sense, and he seems to be against some of the really radical left agenda. And if he's already at 30 percent, that tells me that the old Democrat trapped in the Democratic Party has a place to go. And that that 30% could become 40 or 50% overnight, right? I think that that's really true, that when people hear him, they want to vote for him. And I think that, you know, he's a transition kind of candidate. He's a candidate who's going to come with common sense answers to these incredible problems. I mean, we're at this sort of inflection point in history with transhumanism, with the worst kind of censorship that we've had, with the possibility of propaganda on a scale that, that you know, mankind hasn't seen before. So many of the tools that uh, politicians have, that, that presidents have now, they would be the envy of any dictator in history. So I think that Bobby Kennedy is coming back uh, with the values that are so important to people across the political spectrum. And they're not caring whether they agree with him on every last issue. They're saying, we need to get rid of the corruption. We need our freedom of speech back. We need to get rid of these foreign wars. And we need somebody who's going to protect the middle class. I mean, he, he has been saying time after time now that 57% of Americans don't have a thousand dollars in the bank. Those 57%, many of them are on the right, many of them are on the left, but their problems are the same, that they need a leader who's going to tell them the truth. They need a leader who's going to fight for them and who's going to try to make this country what it can be. Most of the real issues, he's probably more in alignment with the Republicans than he is with the Democrats probably more in social issues he would be with the Democrats. So it has been thought that um, he could get Biden reelected because he is a, certainly an alternative to Trump. <laughs> then that splits the vote and Biden gets reelection. What's your thought? Yeah, so people are saying that on, on both sides and you know, what they're not looking at is that 
Bobby Kennedy's numbers versus Trump are neck and neck with Biden's numbers now, and they're surging. So it's if you're a Democrat and you want to have a candidate who can actually win, then you should like Bobby Kennedy. And if you're a Republican who really wants to have somebody who's going to drain the swamp, who's going to make our borders safe, who's going to fight for our free speech, then you should want Bobby Kennedy. And Bobby Kennedy can beat Biden. And he can beat him in the primary if people, you know, on the right join with people on the left in crossover states and make the point that they want to have a president who's going to do the things that they want a president to do. One last one last quick question, Tony, before I take a break. Is it possible that a state could not put him on the ballot, even though he's pulling 30 plus percent? So I think that there is no end to the corruption that is possible in these times. But I think that if if millions of Americans refuse to accept it, you know, that if they really recognize what's going on, and I'm seeing that now, that, you know, with such incredible censorship, so many people are still flocking towards Bobby Kennedy and recognizing how exciting it would be to have an anti-corruption president who will just make this country fight for the middle class, fight for the people who work hard in this country and not for a handful of billionaires. That, you know, if people really come out and demand that we have real elections in this country, then I think we will have them. All right, let me take a quick break. Uh, check out Tony's website, uh, skyhorsepublishing.com. Uh, they're responsible for a lot of great uh, publications. And of course, they're the ones that produce the book uh, that RFK Jr. put out on Fauci. And uh, Tony is also the head of the super PAC uh, for RFK called the American Values 2024. We'll be right back. We'll be back to this week's interview in just a few seconds. In the meantime, we want to let you know that you can watch this interview, plus many more exclusive interviews that happen this week on the Dove's Daily TV and radio show by visiting our website, thedove.us. And while you're there, sign up for our free daily devotional, The Word for You Today. Three months of daily readings that will connect you with God's Word. Now, back to the show. And delighted to have back with us Tony Lyons. He's, he's an attorney. He's also the president uh, and publisher of Skyhorse Publishing. Uh, he's also the co-host of the Fourth Branch podcast on the APM network. Or yeah, AMP. Excuse me, AMP network. Uh, you can go to skyhorsepublishing.com is the website. Uh, it's their company that published the uh, book on uh, RFK's book on Fauci. Antonio is also acting as now the um, uh, super PAC, running the super PAC for RFK, American Values 2024. Um, Tony, what did you think of RFK's interview with Tucker Carlson? Yeah, so I, I think that that's a fascinating thing, that you have Tucker Carlson interviewing Bobby Kennedy, who's a Democrat, because they both believe in free speech, because they both believe that the war in the Ukraine have been avoided and could be ended now. So I, I mean, I, I think it's a great thing that Tucker Carlson is going to engage with Putin 
And, you know, Bobby Kennedy says time after time that he would engage with anybody to try to make the world better, to try to make this country better. And we clearly need, you know, anybody in a position of power to have that point of view these days, that that there's so many powerful people and powerful forces that kind of want to pit the right against the left. But the problems that we're having now are really not about the right versus the left. It's really, like I said before, it's about right and wrong. It's about fundamental constitutional values. And we need to get together and fight to make this country better. And that's what I think Bobby Kennedy will do. He will engage with the right, with the left, with people all around the world to try to negotiate and not to bully, to try to make a deal with the Russian government, not to try to just be in a war with them that's gonna go on for 20 years and suck out so much money and so many resources that could be used to make this country better and to make the lives of the people who live here better. It seems to me, Tony, that uh, RFK Jr.'s enemy is his party more than it is the Republicans. Yeah, so he is a lifelong Democrat. And what he wants to do is move the Democratic Party back to its root. And, you know, so he's going to fight for that to the end. So he's going to try to change this incredible corruption that has taken over the Democratic Party and try to bring them back to the party of the middle class, to the party of free speech, to the party that's unwilling to have a government that's controlled by a very small number of people who are just trying to make as much money as they can at the expense of hardworking people in this country. Uh, kind of an off-the-wall question. Could you help me get an interview with him? I'd love to talk to him. I will definitely try. So if you want to talk right after the show, I'd, I'd be happy to, to try to help work that out. Yeah, because uh, I'm just fascinated with this. And for we, we were the first radio and television network to get permanently banned for YouTube. <laughs> so we understand censorship. And, in the, and then in that process, they stole over 15,000 of our videos. So and, and I I really like the fact that he understands the free speech thing. I mean, this this is a big deal, a big deal um, to that point. How are you fighting all the censorship against him? So we are fighting it in, in, in any way that we can. So even going on to shows like like this, that's part of the battle, you know, is to go on to any show that I can get on and to have a whole bunch of other people who are surrogates who are going on to other shows. But, you know, Bobby Kennedy has said that he thinks that this is the first election in the history of the country that will be decided based on radio shows, based on alt alternative media based on podcasts, because that's where people are starting to go, because they recognize that they can't get real information, that they can't get the truth, they can't get honesty from the major newspapers in the country, from the network TV shows, and they're looking everywhere else. And you had mentioned Tucker Carlson. You know, when Tucker was on Fox, he was getting, you know, 3.5 million views, you know, at his, at his height. And now, when he, you know, uh, interviewed Donald Trump, he got, I don't know, 200 million views or, or something crazy like, like that. When he had Bobby Kennedy on, he got millions and millions of views. So I think that 
that's where these battles are are taking place and i think that these battles are are now winnable because these podcasts these shows shows like your show are unstoppable you know that so many of the of the venues like yours have been censored in on on platform after platform but you guys didn't quit and there's so many of us who are unwilling to quit and the american people are hearing it and they're frustrated and they're looking for people to tell them the truth and a candidate like i said who's going to fight for them thank you um has rfk and president trump talked no uh not not to my knowledge i don't i don't i don't think that they've spoken since um donald trump had uh had the idea of bringing in bobby kennedy to run sort of a, a faction of government that would look at vaccine safety, which I think was about uh, six years ago. Mm. Uh, but, I, but I believe that was their last contact. In the meantime, uh, RFK Jr.'s book on Fauci that you published, fascinating book. You guys took every hit in the world for it. I get it. I totally get that. <laughs> I mean, you guys were hammered for it, okay? But guess what? It's now coming to pass. Um, it's becoming true. What do you think? I mean, that was really, a, it's a fascinating story because when that book came out, it, it right away shot to the top of, of all the charts. I mean, it was the number one best-selling book in the country for weeks. It, it didn't make most of the bestseller list because places like the New York Times just knocked it down not based on sales, but based on the fact that many of the bestseller lists now are just propaganda. So the New York Times bestseller list is just a recommended reading list from them, from the top titles. So they just were not going to allow the real Anthony Fauci to be the number one book. But, you know, even at the time, I mean, I was on Tucker Carlson's show and I said to Tucker, you know, this is somebody who's worked day and night for nine months, working literally 16 hours a day, seven days a week, to uncover this incredible corruption in our government, and no major newspaper in the country was willing to even cover it. And they censored it on every level, and you couldn't place advertisements for it, and bookstores didn't carry it. But we got this incredible group of people together who went on to shows and who just day after day pounded about the corruption of the government and made people understand and hear that this book was out and that it made these incredible, these shocking claims. And then we sold 1.1 million copies of it, mm. you know, which is just an incredible number for any book. But when you look at the censorship that was wielded to try to make sure that people didn't read the book, that's just an incredible feat. So I think that you know, that's what you see, that the American people want to know the truth and that, you know, they see that the things that Bobby Kennedy said in the book, The Real Anthony Fauci, have turned out to be true. And that, you know, if justice is served, you know, Dr. Fauci will have to answer for the crimes that he committed, that in, that in my opinion, he should be indicted and he should go to prison and the American public should learn the full story of what he did during his career. And then, you know, the worst possible moments were, you know, during COVID. 
Tony, thank you. Uh, let me say to our viewers and listeners, you can go to skyhorsepublishing.com, check out that book, The Real uh, Anthony Fauci, plus all the other books uh, that they published. And um, uh, just one quick question, I only got 30 seconds. It would seem to me, I don't know if you're inside the campaign or not with RFK Jr., but it would seem to me that the concentration is to get his name on the ballot in the upcoming primaries, correct? Yeah, so I don't think there's any question of of him being on the ballot. So the you know the question is how to get through um, an incredibly corrupt system where the where the DNC is trying to prevent people from really hearing what his message is. So that's what the struggle is. But then there 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 are many states that allow crossover voters, and like I said before, I think voters yeah. on both sides are tired of it and will flock to Bobby Kennedy when they hear his story. Okay. I'm on a tight schedule. I'll have my producer get a hold of you back, call you back, and we'll get the info. Yeah, about that's great. It. Thank you. And thank you for helping us do that. I'd love to. And thank you for your time. Thank you for what you're doing. Look forward to having you back. Thanks a lot. All right. Skyhorsepublishing.com. Check it out. Thank you for listening to this week's Focus Today podcast. Remember, you can visit our website to check out all the interviews we did this week on our daily Focus Today TV show at thedove.us. And if you like this podcast, please take a moment to rate us and share it with your friends.